Hi and welcome to Progressive Palaver, a group of lifelong friends and appreciators of music discussing the greatest progressive rock bands album by album. I'm Joe Beauclair and on this mailbag late delivery episode of Progressive Palaver, I'm joined by my very good friend Paul Zotter as we go through your correspondence. that Progressive Palaver is not in charge of anything that has anything remotely close to do with the real Postal Service. (laughs) Do we have to add that disclaimer at the beginning? I mean, good Lord. All right. I think think our our correspondence has gone from, you know, in like, you know, if you can compare it to, you know, the online dating relationships, like these carefully worded uh, messages and emails to like simple blurbs that just get shot out uh, in, the, in the comments of Facebook. <laughs> well, that's good that we want people to be comfortable and, and relaxed when, when we're discussing. That's the whole idea, yes. right? Yeah. I can't remember the last time. Did we, we, I don't even think we did a mailbag episode before the Genesis catalog, right? I don't think that we did. As, I, as I'm looking at the Facebook notifications, they only go through September. So there's got to be like a Oh, really? More. Yeah, it's got to be like a, a more button. Let me see more. So we got some um, in terms of, of email, right? Like I've got an, an email from Dan Sherman back in May. And I don't know if we've talked about this before or not. So when we did Dan, I believe was um, he sent us uh, an article that he wrote in his uh, college newspaper. He did. Um, that where he reviewed he reviewed the Genesis mama tour. And I think, I think it was one of those situations we were, we were talking about this episode, you were reading the email and I mentioned that, uh, I think I mentioned something to the effect of illegal alien sounded like a men at work song. Yes. And he, and he had written the same thing. He had written his, the same in thing. In his article. So Dan uh, is one of the recipients of a progressive palaver mug. And he, he is a friend of the palaver. He is a friend of the palaver for sure. And so, so Dan Sherman sends me the actual copy of the article, uh, which was in, in quite good condition, I might say, for being as old as it was. And I posted those pictures uh, of those articles in the notes. Uh, so then he, that's what he wanted to send the, the actual thing so we could have a good good copy of it. There was two interesting things that also took place is that he wrote a review for 90125 in that same article and uh, which which I think he uh, he spoke very highly of that record. But the other thing is is he in the package that he sent me, he in, he gave like four or five issues of the web USA um, booklet like a newsletter right that that he was a part of and Dan Sherman was a kind of a big wig in the web USA back yeah, in the day. He was, uh, he was, uh, and I did, I, I did not know that, uh, somehow it, that was lost on me. Um, so, and I have to send you, uh, these, uh, these, these booklets because they are chock full of amazing stuff. It's really crazy. Are they really? Um, you know, we, we've remarked about how, you know how impressive the Marillion fan base is, and really the the fan base of of you know progressive rock bands in general. 
but you know how Marillion fans almost single-handedly kept the band going um, in the age of the uh, the modern day, and it's clear by these uh, by these Web USA uh, newsletter books that um, it was a it was going on long before um, long before the internet. And when you see the detail and the the, the greatness that's in these booklets, um, it it really makes sense why Marillion decided, hey, you know what, we're going to reach out to our fans way back when and see if they'll uh, if they'll pre buy an album. But before we even sit down to write it. And um, so pretty cool. So once again, hats off to Dan Sherman. Hats off to Dan Sherman. That is phenomenal. I want to say Dan also sent us a, I may be remembering this. And if I am, Dan, I apologize. Uh, but I want to say he sent us a picture from back in the day of his, maybe his daughter with standing with Rothery. Oh, I like, th- could be right about that. A, a cool Marillion shirt. It was, it, was a, it was a great picture, as I recall. I'm just senile and I can't remember. There were there were a couple of posts. <clears throat> this is the mailbag episode at its finest. Yeah, um, I'm going to scroll down. There was a there was a couple of posts. I want to say that that there was a post of of um, Fish and uh, uh, Tony Banks. Yes, I remember that as well. Wearing each other's band shirts, which is which is kind of fun. So um, yeah. Yeah, so great stuff, and it's kind of a good segue there, really, to um, to just like reflect back on earlier this year, Joe. Um, we had a couple of goals for the Progressive <laughs> Palaver. We, we did have some goals. We we had resolutions, we had resolutions, and and so I'm going to say that we are two out of three on our resolutions. Oh, okay. So our fir- our first resolution was giveaways. Which we did, in fact, get progressive plaver mugs, and there are several uh, friends. Now, I don't know that it's possible for us to supply every friend of the palaver with um, with a mug, because uh, it turns out that that shipping these mugs is not cheap. In fact, depending on where I go, um, I, I didn't know how much the the parcel place. Uh, that was that's right around the corner for me. Yeah. I didn't realize how much they were ripping me off. Until I started shipping um, progressive palaver mugs, so the first batch, of course, went to all of you guys, and um, and I think I sent a couple of extra mugs out to Tom, so he could give one uh, to Tony K, and Fran and Ray Parker Jr. and um, and and I think that an initial shipment cost me like ninety eight dollars. <laughs> Damn. Which is which is only a little less expensive than it costs to actually get the freaking mugs done, <laughs> and they were shipped to you for that amount. <laughs> yes, by the way, they were they made were shipped and to shipped to you. That should have been a big clue. So, so then I was like, "Wait a second, that that really just doesn't seem right." But you know, I was in a rush and I just paid the money. Then I started using the good old U.S. Postal Service and found out, wow, you can ship these things for like seven dollars. Okay, and so uh, that's a much better deal. Yes, it a much much better deal. Um, even I, you know, even shipping them to the UK is um, is is not that expensive. Even using the US uh, Postal Service, so um, so we we were successful at least in part with our giveaways. Okay, good for us. Now the second item is a little bit maybe controversial because <laughs> we uh, we had TMR hangouts. We wanted to hang out with the boys from Total Mass Retain. 
Yeah. And and I'm going to I'm going to put a check next to this one simply because I think Ken has been successful at I, hanging I, out. I, I think I definitely think that Ken has uh, has achieved that. Plus, we have uh, what at least well, we have two official um, interviews with TMR. And as a matter of fact, we just did an impromptu one Friday night. Wow. That that literally counts as hanging out. So uh, so Joe and Mark were were literally hanging out in Joe's basement. The 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 text starts blowing up. I've got my kids. Next thing you know, as soon as I take the kids back, I fire up Skype and we talk for forty minutes on whatever. So I, I think that's a that's a solid check, man. Uh, okay. All right. I'm glad that we're uh, we're down with the checks. All right. So two out of three for sure. And and, and I'm I can't wait to hear the content of that discussion. Yeah. Um, but before we before we move on though, uh, you know, a little bit of a teaser. Apparently, in January, the boys are going to be in Kennett Square, and we are planning an after party at your house. So we are. We absolutely are. <laughs> so I I, yeah. I I I need to to check my travel schedule on that because I. I think I need to be there. Yeah, the um, they are going to be at the Kennet Flash, which is uh, which is a terrific venue, I think, for them to uh, to expand their reach into um, into the area of uh, Southern Chester County, Pennsylvania. And you know, it's important to note that the Kennet Flash is kind of a listening venue that feeds Chester County, but it also is very close to uh, Wilmington, Delaware, mm. and Wilmington, Delaware. Uh, while it is a small city, it is mighty when it comes to its uh, its local music scene. And awesome. so, um, in fact, there is a uh, there is a, a, a local uh, um, somewhat of a of a tribute uh, group called the Rock Orchestra that is uh, has performed uh, many great album tributes, um, and they have done the Lamb Lies Down on Broadway, and. Um, I will be attending that on uh, Black Friday in uh, in just a couple of weeks. Nice. And uh, and and this is not meant to necessarily be a segue, but uh, also a friend of the Palaver, Brian O'Sullivan, is actually playing in that band. Oh, very um, cool. For and um, and the the mastermind behind the rock orchestra is a guy by the name of Joe Trainer, who who um literally I just met him in person for the first time, but. Uh, we we are connected in like you know twelve degrees of separation and and so finally uh, my good friend Mike Fuda introduced us over email and Mike wanted to introduce us because Joe is a big uh, progressive rock fan and he was like Joe I can't believe that you know you don't know my buddy Paul and um and you have to check out some of his podcast uh, called Progressive Palaver and Joe's response was you know anyone who has a podcast around uh, progressive rock music is as a friend of mine and especially someone who uh, references Stephen King's Dark Tower in nice, there. Nice, you got name. it. And I was like, dude, <laughs> all right. It's it's really nice when when people get that. I absolutely love that. That is cool. Yes. Now now the missing and listen, there's still time. There's still it's time. It's only it's only the middle of November. <laughs> um, the missing piece from our t- 2019 Palaver resolutions is a Tormato roundtable with our friends at the Yes Music Podcast. That's that's true. 
Now, we have connected up with half of the Yes Music podcast, but not to talk Tormato. We had Mark Anthony Kay guest on a Genesis Lessons Learned, although we did we did spend significant time in that episode detouring into Yes territory. We did. Wow. We lit, I, I can't take credit for it. I simply edited it. I was not a part of that. But you guys lit a fire under him about Steve Howe. That just tickled me silly. It was, it's great. So, so yes, we, we started, uh, we started having those conversations and, and my professional life just sort of got on top of me and, and those, uh, those preparations didn't proceed. So I'm going to take that one and, uh, we'll see. And, and, you know, if, you know, at, at work we have the, um, we have the, the 30 day rule. So I would say if we can get that done by the end of January, it still counts. Oh, I like it. I like it. Okay. Yeah. Right. I, I mean, uh, you know, there there could be the 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 massive time difference between us and Kevin Mulrine as well. That doesn't help. Well, it's about six hours for me, so it'd be five hours for you. It's workable. Yeah. Yeah. But it's not like, hey, we're hanging out in the basement. Let's yeah. Uh, yeah. let's Skype up. Yeah. You know? Not not uh, not late on a Friday night. You're right. It does take a little little planning. So. We'll continue to, to uh, pursue that. Okay. I love it. I love it. So going into the the emails then, um, we can skip ahead to August, I guess, when we were in the middle of our Genesis series. And we got an email from Bob Keeley, who uh, thanks us for our Genesis series. And um, he, he says he's been enjoying it, but he agrees that sometimes I'm not sure where Hackett is in the Genesis stuff. And he goes on to say, but have you heard the recent live stuff? He gives great props to Wuthering Nights, in fact, calling it stellar. Wow. Highly recommends. And it was, a, it was a good summer because he apparently saw Yes and John Anderson within the same month. He was a little surprised that how good John was. But uh, yeah, I think uh, we saw both those shows as well. Very, very cool. It was, it was a great summer with regards to all that. Oh, yes. Yes. So, wow. We want to thank uh, thank Bob for for writing in. We got here's something here's something and and you know gosh I feel so bad. This stuff just kind of gets gets away from me. Back in September we got an an email from Michael True, whose band Moonletters just released their debut full length album until they feel the sun, and. Um, he describes it as a concept cycle of songs inspired by the Selkie myths of the North Sea, which is a lot going on there. I listened to a little of this when I first got it, and I, I meant to forward it along to the rest of you guys, and, and I neglected to do so. So I will have to do that now. But um, Michael wanted to let you know that we did get your, your email, and I did listen to it and was very much enjoying it. Um, we'll have to get back to that. Oh, nice. Okay. I like that. And let's see. In September, our friend of the Palaver, Dan Sherman, checked back in. So we were not the only ones behind the eight ball throughout the summer of 2019. As Dan indicates, he was also behind the eight ball and he was getting caught up. He, uh, he said it took him three to four days to finish the Duke episode. And he says it's always been his favorite of the Phil Collins era though it fails short of masterpiece status due to heat haze and please don't ask and man of our times. Ouch. Wow. No wonder it took him so long to listen to the podcast. Holy shit. 
wow. Okay, so uh, so he's not fully aligned with with my gushing of uh, of that particular album. He particularly liked our rant about Duke's travels, the highlight of the LP for me as well. Mm, I nice. actually made a mixtape back in the day with Behind the Lines, Duchess, Guide Vocal, Cul-de-Sac, Travels, and Duke's End strung together. 2112 and Hemispheres were obvious references to the long track on one side and shorter songs on the flip side. Tarsus is a great example of that and, dare I say, close to the edge. And uh, he, he does encourage us to keep coming up with those 50-cent words, which is very nice. So, Dan, thank nice. you. Nice. Well, that, that's all on you. <laughs> it just, just happens naturally. What can I'm here you? for the F-bombs. You're here for the uh, intellectual words. Is, yes. is, is that what it is? That's, that's our it division seems like labor? It, it se- seems like it. Maybe that'll be one of my palaver resolutions for 2020. I thought that Clean was one of your palaver res- resolutions for 2019. What's that? I well, thought, we haven't gone through them yet. Yeah. No, I yeah. thought it, I thought it was one of yours for 2019. Well, I, you know, I didn't write it down. <laughs> oh, so. Okay, it doesn't count. I don't that. know if it was a resolution. I think maybe it was just a, a a desire of. But you know, late at night talking about music, I can't help it. I think. All right. So in October, Bob Keeley came back again with some more updates on Hackett. I guess he had seen the recent tour. And he says Spectral Spectral Mornings is a big favorite of his, and he feels they did a fabulous job on that one. Um, The drum solo was outstanding, as one or perhaps both of the Kens noted. It's very funny, by the way, in the Palaver world, we have two Kens and we have two Joes now with with Ah. Joe Cass. True. You know, so I think every every one member of the Palaver needs a a friend of the Palaver doppelganger. There you go. That should be our goal. I like that. Um, let's see. By the way, Nick DiVirgilio attended the concert in Grand Rapids. I did not see him, but my son-in-law, who attended with me, did. Um, as Steve mentioned it from the stage, Nick lives in Fort Wayne, so Grand Rapids was probably the closest show of the tour for him. So that's very cool to have Nick wow. DiVirgilio in, in the house, so to speak. Oh, and then... You know, I knew there was a reason why I wanted to do this. And and Dean Beetham, I, I hope I'm pronouncing the name right, uh, He, this is the first email in, in the inbox that I come across that addresses the elephant in the room. Oh. That elephant in the room being the now infamous episode 66. Yes. Of course it is. I mean, if it's the elephant in the room, you don't really even have to say what it is, right? But I just love saying episode 66 because... Yes, it's quite dramatic. <laughs> so so um, Dean wants to know, Dean wants to know, just discovered your podcast and was enjoying going through the Genesis episodes in order until I realized that the Lamb Lies Down on Broadway episode is not available. Just wondering if it will be included in the future. It seems odd that it is the only album not included. If not, I'll just continue on with the Trick of the Tail episode. <laughs> so might be a good idea. I'm just saying. Might might be a good idea. So 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 what is the problem with episode sixty six, Joe? <laughs> We should get it out because it's, he's not the only one asking. He is not the only one asking, and and honestly, there was there was a little bit of calculation here. This this is this is making lemonade from lemons that life is is throwing on you. <laughs> so as we were as we were 
earlier on in the year, churning through and, and doing all of our work, recording the Genesis segment, there was a, a technical glitch that occurred while recording episode 66. And I did a thorough root cause analysis, and I know exactly where the what the what the root cause is of that technical glitch and the the episode is ultimately salvageable um which is why i i didn't ever give up on it and i didn't reconnect with with the palaver to re-record it because one of the things that we found we've lost episodes before and when you go back into an episode and and have to re-record it after you've already sort of you know said everything that you want to say it the energy is never quite the same. Right. Which is Although one could argue that it's been so long since we did <laughs> since we did it. It would be like doing it all over again. It would be like for the very first time. And and some of us may actually feel different about it now than we did uh, uh, so long ago, now that we've had almost a year to uh, marinate on it. Well and and so to that end, Paul, that that is a great seg into sort of where we're at. Um, again, you know, no one needs to hear my, my sad tales of woe, but suffice it to say that, that from a professional point of view, 2019 has been extraordinarily strenuous and I just couldn't carve out the time to fix the technical issues with episode 66. And rather than wait and, and delay the entire rest of the, of the Genesis segment any more than it was already delayed. Yes. I made, well, we made the decision. I consulted with you guys to, to leave a placeholder. So we, we left that episode number there and we, we just went right on and started releasing from a trick of the tail in numerical order, leaving that spot on the bookshelf, so to speak, to, to slip yes. the lamb in there when we do. So now that we've finished up, the Genesis catalog and you know, we're going to, I'm going to get around to fixing episode 66 and it will come out. So everyone will hear our thoughts, but to your point, Paul, I kind of like this idea of an episode 66 a where, yeah. where we, we reconvene and talk about it today and maybe release them in tandem or something. I think that might be kind of fun. I think it could be it could be a lot of fun. We could have a lot of guest stars on that on that uh, episode as well. Um, I think this is a very appropriate time to uh, give a shout out to um, Bod Bodkin Van Horn, who is a, a steady commenter and steady uh, friend of the palaver um, across the pond. And um, I think he may have been one of the first people to bring to our attention, and it was such a genuine a genuine sort of message because let's be clear. I don't think Bodkin really enjoys very much of the Genesis catalog. <laughs> <laughs> it, it doesn't seem so based on his comments. And, and, you know, being a friend of the palaver, I mean, he just has listened to all of them and he's offered comments and, and the things that, that struck him, uh, you know, and, and one of the, one of my favorites, it was when he, he responded to, I think our invisible touch or we can't dance episode or perhaps both with something to the effect of, Hey, listen, I never really thought I'd ever listen to this album, but here I am because of, because of my love of this podcast, giving it a shot. So, um, and it was born out of 
of such uh, almost concern. Like he he commented and said, "Hey, just so you guys know, uh, episode sixty six, the uh, the Lamb Life on Broadway is not available on my on my app streamer." <laughs> almost as if to say, "Hey, there may be a problem. You guys might want to check it out." And so um, so this has been sort of an uh, uh, on ongoing gag. And um, we in the post for calling all stations. I simply wrote, you know, and we end the catalog. And his comment was, not quite. When are we getting the best one that somehow fell by the wayside? So, um, so yeah, the uh, the elephant in the room for sure. And and um, interestingly enough, the first time I met Brian O'Sullivan was because Brian has been playing in a Yes tribute band called All Good People, and. Uh, Interestingly enough, they just played their final show uh, last week. Uh, they they uh, have basically, after four years of doing the Yes Tribute, have decided to hang it up and move on to other things. Hmm. And um, so I went, the first time I met Brian was at a All Good People show that I went to with Ken. And Ken introduced me, and we, we met and we chatted and we were talking about his keyboards and, and things like that. And then... It was only after we met that I realized that's Brian O'Sullivan from Progressive Palaver. And so then I went up and I said, dude, I said, I, <laughs> I said, I just connected who you really are. And, and so then we started talking about other things. And, he, and, and like the first thing out of his mouth was, yeah, when are we ever getting the Lamb Life on a Broadway episode? <laughs> so, yeah, you know, in, again, in the interest of, of not holding up the Genesis segment, um, we, we, did what we did, but we will, we promise, I promise that episode 66 will come out. Whether or not there's a 66A is a different story. Right, because, you know, even though technically we've gone through the whole catalog, even though no one's heard it all, uh, we still have, you know, we did, we just released the, the Lessons Learned episode. I think there are a couple, there's at least one other Genesis episode there in is. the hopper, right? Yep. Yeah. So we're not completely done yet. We are not. It so, is funny, though. You know, you talk about the year that you've had, and I, I want to say overall, it's been a it's been a very busy year for all of us. I mean, I I'm guilty of sure, Joe, send me over some podcasts to edit, no problem. <laughs> and and you upload a few, and then like three weeks later, you're like, hey, are you ever going to get to those podcasts? And I'm like, oh. So um, it's been it's been a bit of a year for uh, for everyone, I think. Um. And when you think about it, in, in previous years, we've ripped through, like, entire catalogs of, like, three bands. Yeah. And, uh, and this year, we've pretty much focused on, um, on Genesis. Although we've done a lot of special episodes and we, we, uh, special we, concert series this year. Yeah, we, we really branched out in regards to that. We upped our interview game, um, talked with uh, – was Ray Parker this year? Talked with Ray Parker, I believe. Uh, I think the second one yeah. uh, with yeah. with Ray Parker was earlier earlier on, right? Didn't we do, right. did we do two with him? I don't know. Do with him and Fran. Um, but we've certainly I don't even remember. We, we... Listen, uh, whether we did or not, the coolest uh, one of the coolest uh, posts that we had this year was uh, from Ray Parker Jr., where he he. Uh, sipped coffee from his progressive palaver mug, and then and then played the opening riff uh, to "Owner of a Lonely Heart" for us. That was pretty sweet. That was pretty sweet. You can't uh, you can't beat that. So, 
you know, one of the things with uh, with the craziness that was 2019, not only did episode 66 get put on the shelf, but my care and feeding of our Twitter feed also got put on the shelf. So in preparation... True. It's true. So, so in preparation for this, I, I happened to pull up and, and see what maybe I've missed. This just tickled my funny bone. So Simon Barrow, known on Twitter as Yes, Solid Mental Grace... Yes. And and Alan Begg had this little back and forth. Simon on uh, September 26th states that um, he's 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 appreciating a message from from a, a, a someone who had just finished his book Solid Mental Grace saying that he especially loved the last couple of chapters regarding what defines progressive rock. Now off to deep dive into tales again. So Alan Begg then responded, I quite like the at Prague Paula definition of, quote, what is Prague? And he defines that. And, and I don't know that we ever stated this explicitly. So kudos to Alan for extracting this, but it's, it's true. And, quote, weird timeness, uh, pardon, quote, weird time signatures and hobbit shit, end quote. <laughs> That's it. That's it. So, uh, you know, again, we have to give credit to leave that thing alone for the phrase Hobbit shit, because that's where that came from. Yes. Um, but uh, but Simon then responded, personally, I'm happy to leave the Hobbits well out of it. So um, I just that that sort of tickled my funny bone. Yeah, I think the Hobbits have have been excused from the neo Prague movement, um, perhaps we could say, but um, maybe not. Maybe, maybe not. Um, that's actually, it's actually, you know, sometimes in my own uh, attempts at songwriting, uh, I get stumped lyric wise. Maybe I should, um, I should, uh, you know, and when I'm in those positions, maybe I should go back to the hobbits uh, for uh, even Toad the Wet Sprocket mentioned hobbits uh, in one of their deep cuts. So, well, there you go. So, 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 I mean, as, as much as this is a mailbag episode, it's kind of turning into a uh, 2019 retrospective. I think, uh, Joe, there was one point in time this year where you had the joy of being publicly recognized. Want to talk about that a little bit? I like that. Oh, at the John Anderson show? That was, yes. uh, that was, that was really very interesting. So Ken and I are in New Jersey at the, what, Scottish Rite? theater or something to that yes. effect yes awaiting uh seeing john anderson it was a beautiful theater it was a great night um you know i i had flown in ken and i got some some wonderful nosh at a restaurant so we had we had a great dinner in collingswood and we went to the show first half of the show was was great and then they take their their intermission break and ken and i are just sitting there chatting up and Ken sees somebody walking through the auditorium who he met at at a TMR show. I guess he'd only gone to one or two at that point. And he's like, oh, I saw that guy at, at TMR. So we start talking about Total Mass Retain. And this gentleman in front of us turns around and, and says, are you guys talking about Total Mass Retain? So, of course, Ken starts to engage him and say, oh, yes, you know, we, we met them. We, you know, we interviewed them on our podcast. And as soon as Ken says podcast, he turns around, snaps his fingers, points at me and says, you're progressive palaver. <laughs> <laughs> 
And I, my face kind of dropped. He's like, I recognized his voice. And I'm like, okay, well, there you go. And uh, so that was Craig. And and I believe that incident earned Craig a friend of the Palaver mug, if I recall correctly. He, he's got it. I'm looking at the picture right now that he sent. We have a pretty nice picture of it, actually, on uh, that he posted. So, yeah, I mean, so, you know. It, that, yeah, rec- public recognition gets you a mug. That's, that's uh, awesome. That's never happened to me before. And uh, it, was, it was kind of fun. So, you know, I, I guess... You know, when when you're at a John Anderson show, the 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 probabilities of meeting someone who's actually heard the podcast kind of increase dramatically, even though you know it, it's a wide wide world out there. I love it. I love it. Um, that's pretty awesome. So I want to give a shout out to a guy we haven't heard from in a while, actually, Patrick Tully, who. Um, oh yeah. Um. Uh, so he, I, you know, I don't, maybe he's just not a Genesis fan. Um, I think the last couple times that he commented was way back at the beginning of the year uh, regarding the Stephen Wilson episode. So, um, uh, you know, he gave us some information on some um, uh, some Stephen Wilson releases and he uh, suggested, um, he suggested a, you know, because at some point in time I mentioned my lack of use of Amazon Prime, um, even though I pay for it every every year. And so thanks to Patrick and many others, I've started to use Amazon Prime more this year, including ordering a Fire Stick so I could watch, uh, you know, Amazon Prime on my uh, on my television. Um, and, you know, he offered up a uh, Greg Lake and Jeff Downs album called Ride the Tiger. Really? Yes. Which I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead. I think three of these songs were uh, later recorded. He said one was recorded by Asia, one was recorded um, by ELP. But wasn't isn't isn't in? Um, I feel like there's a ride the tiger reference in in, in fly, fly from, from here. here. There yeah. is indeed yes. Which is um, which is just nuts. So uh, yeah, so I just opened it up so I can make sure that I uh, I check it out. But um, you know, shout out to Patrick Tully. I think I I wanted to send Patrick Tully a progressive palaver mug and never did. So maybe that's why he stopped listening. I don't know. But, maybe. But um, I'm gonna say that maybe he's just not a Genesis fact. But Patrick, if you're out there, thank you. You know, you you mentioned Stephen Wilson. Can I just say? And I need to I need to record a, a Stephen Wilson revisited episode. Just a little bonus. That segment has really, really impacted my life. I, I cannot wow. get away from those albums. It's it's just amazing. That's fantastic, Joe. I feel happy about that for some reason. <laughs> cool. So um, uh, shout out to Paul Watson, who is uh, somewhat of a who's who in the progressive rock world. Paul actually writes for um, a uh, outfit called uh, progarchy.com. Okay. So you can, so he is plugged in to um, the progressive world. And um, as we were going through Genesis, he threw us out some suggestions to listen to one of which was Renaissance. Um, so uh, Paul Watson is always listening and always there and always uh, keeping us honest and, um, and we need offering that. Some, some great suggestions. So um, I'm going to, uh, you know, and so just a quick shout out to Paul and, um, and the, uh, uh, progarchy.com check it out uh i think i want to say that paul is also um 
uh, supporter of the Yes Music podcast. And that makes uh, a certain amount of sense. Yeah. So also, if I can, Joe, um, uh, we picked up uh, a gentleman by the name of Jerry McDermott on our uh, on our Facebook. Uh, he's he, I believe he's also uh, across the pond. And so um, Jerry's been active very recently. He uh, um, uh, when and when I say recently, I mean, probably in the second half of of, uh, of 2019. So because we're just getting to this. But uh, Jerry offered up some insights around uh, his personal insights around uh, hemispheres. Oh, nice. Uh, he, he was talking about the hemispheres episode and he said he was very interested in our perception of the trees and what it was all about. Okay. His first listen all those years ago. And this is what he wrote. He wrote, I thought and still maintain that it was all to do with the Canadians getting their independence from the English as the oak is considered a quintessentially English tree. Another story I have about the album uh, concerns a friend who rushed out to buy it, returned home, stuck it on the turntable, and listened to side one. On turning it over, he discovered he had side one again. Needless to say, we told him uh, to get it under wraps and store it somewhere safe, as it could be worth a fortune someday. I actually have a Foxtrot album like that, but I think it's a fake because it's like Ooh. it's incredibly. It's the thinnest vinyl disc I've ever seen in my life, but it's the it's side side one on both sides. Very disappointing, because obviously, well, you, it's, you need... it's interesting interesting that that shit happens with the world of vinyl. Um, Actually, I should I should probably talk to Mark Anthony K since he is um, very learned in in vinyl, um, whatever. There you go. There you go. So also, uh, Jerry uh, Jerry McDermott also suggested we listen to a band called Palace, P-A-L-L-A-S. Um, I'll okay. need to write that down because I still have not uh, taken him up on that. There's just so much music to listen to. Well, yeah, I mean, that's that's sort of the, you know, you joked in our episode, our first episode on, on Prog Stock 2019 with Ken that, you know, within this period of a month, he became this encyclopedia of, of modern day Prague, and there's just so much out there. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm resisting the urge to to elaborate, but yes, um, I, there's a couple things I want to get to on that as we uh, as we continue through. I, I, one last thing with uh, Jerry McDermott is that quite recently he attended the Marillion with Friends episode or uh, concert. Oh, really? Um, out his way, so it was pretty sweet. So I we we had posted a couple things about that album coming out, um, both on Instagram and um, Facebook, and. Um, you know the the uh, I love the joy of the time zone difference because you know, you know I'll be sitting at work, you know around lunchtime, and uh, and some you know someone will post something you know from from across the pond and it'll be like oh and so he posted that you know it was gig day and that he was uh, awaiting uh, awaiting the band and um, he left this uh, very heartfelt uh, message uh, post gig. Um, we said, you know, we asked him to definitely, um, post something about it. And he, he wrote this, he wrote, I am 57 years old and I have been to one hundreds of gigs over the years. Tonight is the first time that I have shed a tear at one of those gigs. I looked at Karen McDermott a couple of songs later and she was doing likewise. I first saw Marillion when they played in Wishaw in 1982. The personnel may have changed a long time ago, but they still remain 
one of music's absolute hidden gems. I hope they never change. An absolute remarkable gig. Wow. So, kudos. That's that's that makes me think to our our show in Montreal. Right? You know, and, and that is amazing. I'd love to know what what particular song or you know drove him to that response because I can think of a couple different things that, that might do that. But it, it and I think we've talked about this before. It's amazing how Marillion has is able to sort of harness those emotions and convey yeah. them. You know? It's, yeah. Well, fortunately, we know what song moved him to tears because um, here, here's something else that's funny, right? So apparently anyone who, on, any member of Progressive Palaver who utilizes our Facebook page on their phone cannot identify themselves individually. They Correct. have to go on as Progressive Palaver. Yep. So there's all kinds of, of you know, comments from, from Progressive Palaver that seem completely <laughs> out of sync with one another. <laughs> But sometimes we sign them with our names just so that we know. So, um, and 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 I and I had mentioned to, to Jerry when he wrote this that it, it it floors me that years and years after you know the band you know does something that their impact you know just increases over time, and and you know I don't know, you know what is I don't know what's more mind blowing. I mean it, I I can I can imagine being moved to tears, but they opened with Gaza. Oh wow! Right, Jeez. and um, and and that's what that's what uh, that's what brought Jerry to tears, and um, and for his wife, uh, it was Estonia, which is beautifully done with the orchestra. So that is phenomenal. Yeah. So Gaza, perhaps Steve Hogar's best use of the mantra. Yeah. Right. So one thing I'll bring up, not it's not often that we get a lot of chatter on the Instagram page. Instagram is fantastic for lots of likes. And the occasional uh, person that sees one of our posts and decides that they want to, like, sell us something, so they message us. Oh, sure. Um, but one of, one of our posts that did get a lot of chatter was the Abacab post. Because um, I think I posted... Uh, you know, if you ever wanted to hear us not like an album, here's your chance. Right. And, and you know, because it seems that regardless of what we say in our own group chat, <laughs> whenever we get on the air, we become soft and mushy. And, and we, you know, we cannot, we cannot bash, you know, the bands that we, that we love necessarily. So, but Abacab, we definitely had some critiques on. And so there was a lot of people who were like, what? Abacab is a great album. How, how can you even say that? Why don't you like it? And um, Which I also love because people say, why don't you like it? And I'm like, don't you get it? That was like a teaser. You're supposed to actually listen to, to the podcast. So um, lots of we, lots of We messages. have 90 minutes telling you why we don't like it. Right. It's the point. So, but it's Instagram. You know, Instagram is, you know, communicated through short videos and pictures. Right. So. It's Insta. <laughs> It's like right in the name. Yeah, and, that, and I, I was I was surprised by the level of chatter surrounding that particular episode. I thought that was that was interesting to me. It, I still don't have any clear indication as to what episodes or albums are going to strike chords with the general population and which ones aren't. So it's it, but that's the joy of the journey, right? Because you always get surprised by things. I love it, and I'm going to bring our mailbag episode 
to ridiculous, ridiculous levels Ooh. of current status. Uh-oh. Because literally while we're talking, I've been notified that we had a comment on our, our Facebook post that I think was just put out either yesterday or today. Um, and uh, this post was, I actually posted um, the Genesis Live in Poland from 1998, which was the Calling All Stations tour. Oh, with Ray, sure. Yeah, so we talked a lot about this uh, tour on our episode, and um, and I put it in the show notes, and then I set, put up a separate post. And, you know, I, I just mentioned that we talked about this a lot in our episode, and I asked, you know, what people thought of Ray Wilson's performance, because I, I want to say that, you know, we, 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 we gave Ray kudos, as we should, for his involvement with the band, and the fact that you know, Ray is a uh, is a bona fide uh, bona fide rock star, right? He's oh, carried yeah. on. He continues to to do work, while you know maybe the 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 uh, his time with Genesis was not. Um, while maybe it thrust him into international status, it was maybe not the the the, the greatest mix of of individuals um, for the long run. And so Julian Hitchcock uh, commented literally a half hour ago. Um, saying that, you know, the performance lacks any real warmth. Uh, I think in all honesty, the band should have called it a day after Collins left. So, and I will say this yesterday, I put on that um, um, video as I, as I, um, you know, went about my Saturday business and, and, you know, I would watch it a little bit and listen to a little bit. And I, and I have to agree while uh, the performance is, is, is good uh, it, it, and I think we kind of mentioned this a little bit in the, in the actual podcast. It seems a little flat. It seems, seems a little bit like going through the motions, um, in retrospect, uh, uh, fun to hear. I do think that the calling all stations songs, um, sounded terrific on that tour. And, um, but yeah, uh, there you go. Julian Hitchcock keeping us relevant. 30 minutes ago. That that is awesome. And and I I uh, with you I don't even disagree with that. You know, I I I still think you know that that tour and I wish I well, I couldn't have seen it because they didn't come to the US, but on that tour 60% of the touring band was new. Yeah. So we we've talked about this before when you you, you know, it's hard to to change out 60% of what touring Genesis was because even when they came back in 2007, I mean, that's, those guys have something, some sort of connection. And, you know, they, they, they know this, the, the material they're, they're very comfortable with it. They know the arrangements and, and how they want to present it. And, you know, I, I think everything about calling all stations Genesis, it, in one album, you can't, you can't get a full understanding of what the, the capabilities are, but yeah. Yep. And it's good. And, and like I said, that it was that if I just listened to calling all stations, the album, you know, I, I, I made the comment even before that, you know, Ray Wilson's voice is somewhere in between Peter and Phil. But when you see that, that concert Ray's a completely different cat altogether. He, yeah. He's, he's, he's not, like that's what it, it was. It was watching that episode or that concert that made me say that choosing Ray to replace Phil was a really strange choice. Yes, and and I will say I really enjoyed uh, his parts when they did when they did the the lamb. Oh yeah, uh, cuts. Yeah, I really enjoyed 
his performance there. So the the last thing I'll say about the mailbag is that, you know, I love how like someone like Bill Kimmler will just post a Simpsons cartoon about Genesis <laughs> um, randomly on our on our page. Um, you know, people suggest suggest bands, people share things that are posted on other pages. Um, it's just it, it's fun that, um, you know, the 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 people that listen to us, you know, it's just, it's very nice that people think of us at certain things and we'll just throw something on our wall, um, or drop us an email. Um, uh, it's, it's, it's nice. It's nice to know that, uh, you know, people are feeling good about reaching out and talking to us. So I hope that they, they continue to do it. And that's, that's, you know, that's one of the things that we're looking for here. We like to sort of, you know, keep, keep people thinking and, and keep the conversation going. And, and we definitely do appreciate it. So everyone out there who's listening and who has written in or has thought about it, you know, we, we encourage you to do so because even though we're never timely in getting to these things, we do see them in real time and we do actually incorporate them into some of what we do on the podcast. So we, we definitely appreciate it. All right. Well, Paul, thank you for spending some of your Sunday morning uh, with me going over not only the the abundance of correspondence in our mailroom, but also a general 2019 retrospective as we sort of get ready to close out the year, man. Yeah, man. I love it. <laughs> 2019 at the Palaver. Oh, I love it. We made it. All right. Thanks, Paul. Thanks, dude. All right. Well, that was good. Well, we certainly do appreciate everyone who has written in over the course of 2019, and we encourage you to continue to do so. We, uh, as we mentioned, we do certainly enjoy the the input and your questions and your comments. You can reach us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Progpala or search for Progressive Palaver. You can email us. Our email address is progpala at gmail.com. And uh, Progressive Palaver is available for subscription and download on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, and Spotify, or wherever you find your podcasts, and we are hosted on SoundCloud. So, until next time, thanks for listening. <laughs>